And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and it's not December, ladies and gentlemen. It is October, ladies and gentlemen. October baseball is here. We are in the playoffs. We have divisional series starting on Thursday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turn professional smart ass on the radio we have so much to cover today we got the divisional series all of them need to discuss we need to talk about the lines we got to recap on how we even got here not to mention where we are going we got some futures for you today and of course i'm by my one self savvy today ryan horvath will be joining me again next week but today i'm going to give you everything you need to know about the playoffs going into the weekend, specifically the divisional series. And again, I mentioned we have futures for you, but first things first, I need you guys to go to wherever you are listening to this podcast, hopefully on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Like, share, and subscribe to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Now, guys, let's go right into it, because on Thursday evening, we do have a matchup. Well, we have two matchups for that matter. We got the Chicago White Sox taking on the Houston Astros. A very, very intriguing series, if I say so myself. But also, we got the Red Sox heading down to Tampa. Now, the Red Sox did just beat the Yankees in one game. Winner take all wild card extravaganza. You better believe everybody was fired up the fact that it was the Red Sox versus the Yankees. And I've said before, I kind of dug it because it feels like kind of the changing of the guard. It feels like the teams that are coming up now are teams like the Blue Jays and, if, and the Seattle Mariners. If those teams start coming up and taking those wild card spots, I think we might finally see kind of the Boston Red Sox and Yankees go on the back burner down the road here. But it ain't happening yet. Not yet, because, of course, on Thursday, the Boston Red Sox are in the playoffs in the divisional series against the Tampa Bay Rays. How did we get here? It's like that old song. I, who, this is not my beautiful wife. How did I get here? How did we get here? Well, the one name everyone seems to be pointing at is Garrett Cole for the New York Yankees. Paid him $325 million. And I said to you guys on our last show that I really thought Aaron Boone was going to go with Garrett Cole and pitch him as long as Garrett Cole could physically go yes he's had a hamstring issue but even Aaron Boone and Gary Cole have said in press conferences not an issue anymore even though Coles has not been pitching his best lately he's still going to be the top two finalists for the Cy Young and possibly even win it's either going to be him or Robbie Ray 325 million dollars this was the game you paid him for and he goes into Boston and he struggles he gets pulled in the third. My mind nearly melted when he got pulled in the third. Not a great outing for him. He, which it was actually, be honest with you, it was a strange outing. Because Cole, you know, Cole sits 98 to 101, uh, loves pitching in the top of the zone. But for whatever reason, Garrett Cole had no confidence in his fastball. At least that's what it looked like watching that game. Xander Bogarts, huge two-run home run in the first. It's almost like ripping the Band-Aid off right away. It was honestly almost frustrating to watch because Garrett Cole, one of the biggest flame-throwing arms in Major League Baseball possibly ever, he was pitching off his slider. 
over and over and over, pitching off his slider. And I did say one caveat to a Garrett Cole performance in the playoffs. If Garrett Cole goes out there and he's throwing those sliders, and he loves throwing those, those really bastard sliders just off the plate, starting on the plate that break off, trying to get guys to chase. If the Red Sox could take some pitches, if they could take a few of those pitches and work some counts, go deep into the counts, Cole would get frustrated. I hate the fact that I was right about that because I didn't expect Cole to get that frustrated. I expected Cole to pitch off his fastball, you know, like Garrett Cole. A lot of sliders, a lot of taking pitches. Pitch count went up real fast, gets pulled in the third inning. And when that happened, I said, guys, it's over. Yankee season's over. The Yankees' future, I wouldn't say is over. I just don't know where they're going to go. Do they keep loading up? and keep this baby bombers thing going, or do they start to reload in a different direction? It's very interesting. The Yankees have a lot of interesting options on where to go in the future. But what they did the other night was, quite frankly, disappointing. And I told you guys, I thought the Yankees were going to win that ball game. I didn't expect much out of them in the divisional series, but I thought the Yankees were going to take the Red Sox in that one game ball, uh, playoff because of Garrett Cole. And unfortunately, Garrett Cole... Did not show up that day, and the game was pretty lackluster. A 6-1 victory for the Boston Red Sox. I was expecting the game to be completely flipped the other way around. I was expecting the Yankees to be winning 6-1. The under did come in huge, like I told you guys it might, but I, I, I just, I, I'm very disappointed on the end of the Yankees season, especially because I feel like they were a team that shouldn't have been there. I think the Toronto Blue Jays should have been there. And remember, the reason that they were there, the Yankees were there, was because of a blown call. Foul tip into the glove, comes out of the glove. Yankees ended up coming back and winning that ball game in Boston, I might add. And next thing you know, here we are in the playoff. Now, it was great for the Red Sox. Red Sox, go ahead and taking care of business. Leon, again, I mentioned Xander Bogarts with his two-run home run. J.D. Martinez not in the game. That was another reason I was fading the Red Sox. J.D. Martinez not in the game, and they made it abundantly clear that Chris Sale wasn't going to pitch. By the way, Chris Sale slated to pitch game two of the ALDS, I believe. Not bad. Not a bad game two starter. Especially the way he's been pitching since he's returned back to the team. I bring up that lackluster game first because on Wednesday evening was a completely different story, ladies and gentlemen. We had ourselves arguably maybe one of the very best wild card games we have ever had. It was must-watch television. It was like watching the most suspenseful television show I've ever seen. Remember that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad slowly walking in, 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 the, in that ranch and everyone thought, oh man, there's no way Brad Pitt's going to survive this. It's the most tense-filled five-minute walk you've ever seen. That was this baseball game. Every second felt like something was going to happen and something big was going to happen that was not only going to change the game, but change the season. And obviously a one-game playoff the way it was. Yes, changes the season. We were in danger of the Los Angeles Dodgers winning 106 games this season of being knocked out by the St. Louis Cardinals, which was another game, by the way. I told you guys, I thought the under was going to come in huge. Wainwright versus Scherzer. I did expect Scherzer to go deeper in the game. I was surprised when they pulled him in the fifth. Yes, Scherzer did not look like the most dominant version of Scherzer, but he gave up only one run in those five innings, and he looked fantastic. He looked good enough, that's for sure. But the Dodgers just have so much depth one arm after another after another at the end of the game you saw Urias getting ready to come out to throw in the uh, 10th inning 
Uh, Kenley Jansen with a huge strikeout in the ninth. This was a two, a three to one ball game due to the walk off home run by Chris Taylor. And man, oh man, was that exciting. How electric was Chavez Ravine last night, guys? I have not, I, I don't think I've ever, I grew up in Los Angeles. I grew up a Dodger fan growing up in Los Angeles. I used to go to Dodger games all the time. And I did get to see the Dodgers win in a walk-off home run, I believe by David Ross that clinched the playoff spot. That was what I thought would be the loudest place I've ever been in my life. Because after the game, David Ross gets like dragged back out in the field for a curtain call, specifically by uh, Fernando Lima. Not not Fernando Lima, Jose Lima. Jose Lima, Lima time, Jose Lima. Grabbed David Ross, put him out on the field, and made him get his curtain call. That was the loudest place I've ever been. Except for last night in my living room, listening to the Dodger game as they went that walk-off home run. It was incredible. Maybe one of the best games we've ever seen. Especially a pitching duel the way it was. It was intense. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it makes me wonder, should they change the playoff system, because I've said even on this show, Bet, uh, Bet MGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL, that I think it, it never just doesn't sit well with me that you can win that many games, get to the playoffs, and you're knocked out on day one. But those games are always a blast. They're always a blast. I, it, listen, I'd be singing at a different tune today if the game last night was not as a, as exciting as it was. Because if we had another game like that Red Sox-Yankee game, I'd be sitting here right now complaining, saying they got to change this, they got to get rid of this, it's not worth it for that. But then we got that game last night, which had all the feelings of a Game 7. I don't know if MLB should make an adjustment to this. I don't think they should add more teams. I just think maybe this should be a series. However. Again, so exciting. So fun. congratulations to the Dodgers and Red Sox for advancing. So let's get to the divisional series. We are in official playoff baseball. Guys, let's get into it. Chicago White Sox at Houston. Lance Lynn on the mound. Lance Lynn was a hopeful for the Cy Young all season. He had an incredible year. Uh, he's currently sitting here as a plus 110 underdog. Now he's going to be coming in third place this year on the voting for the Cy Young. It's either going to be Garrett Cole or Robbie Ray. After last night's game and knowing what writers and how writers are, I'm starting to lean towards Robbie Ray a little bit, but we'll see where that end up, ends up going over the next couple of months. But I will say Lance Lynn, definitely not in the running anymore for the Cy Young. But what an incredible year. 2.69 ERA coming off, uh, coming off a really, really wonderful season. He'd be a final for the Cy Young, but um, that last month, you know, he got on the IL for 10 days. Then they kind of managed his innings, and they started working his innings back up to get ready for playoffs, and now he's ready to go, and it's going to be him versus Lance McCullers Jr., minus 135 over for them. Listen, I'm not expecting so much of a high-scoring game, obviously, with these two pitchers on the mound. I do think you should take a look at the under. I think the under might be coming in huge today. You know, I, I, if you take a look at right now at BetMGM, get out your app right now. You can take a look at the, the line as we speak. As I mentioned already, currently Lance Lynn sitting at plus 110. McCullers Jr. at minus 135. Where are we going to go in this ballgame? Well, I already mentioned what I think about Lance Lynn. Now, here's the thing about McCullers. McCullers is arguably the best arm Houston has. So this is a great ace-ace matchup. It is taking place over in Houston. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, home field advantage. Not in this game. 
Because remember, Lance McCullers, despite going six and three at home, he had a significantly higher ERA at home at a three five one ERA rather than a two seven on the road. Normally, it's the other way around for every pitcher in Major League Baseball, but not for Lance McCullers Jr. for some reason. Now he's a three five one ERA. Anything to scoff at? No, it's a good ERA. But we're talking about going up against Lance Lynn. Now, Lance Lynn, however, has got a little bit of a different story. Lance Lynn has got a 2-9 ERA on the road. And he is pitching tonight, Thursday evening, as we sit here and record, Bet Amajam, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. We're currently sitting here with Lance Lynn, who does have a 2-9 ERA on the road compared to his 2-5 at home. To McCullers, 3-5 at home. I'm actually going to go and do it. I'm going to say it, guys. I really think the White Sox, it's their time for this one. I think they're going to take this game. And I honestly think going forward, they may be taking that series. But we will talk about that later on. What do I think you should do on this game? Quite simply, be simple. I think you should take a look at the Chicago Walks and Lance Lynn at plus 110 underdogs on the money line. Absolutely get yourself on that. Lance Lynn with plus money, take it, in my opinion. Now, if you're a Houston fan, I can totally understand because this is actually a very evenly matched up ball game. Both offenses are incredibly dynamic. Both teams got great bullpens, although I will say I definitely will fade the Astros bullpen to the Houston, to the White Sox bullpen. The White Sox bullpen is just killer. On paper, it's killer. Now, there is one caveat today. Now, now that you can decide whether or not this has a bearing on today's game. The game of, of Chicago White Sox versus the Houston Astros taking place on Thursday evening. Guys, one thing about Lance Lynn is that he does have a 4.8 ERA in 26 games in postseason history. Now, does that matter for tonight? I'm inclined to think no, but... Apparently, everyone else has told me how terrible Clayton Kershaw is in October for so many years, even though it's not exactly true. Is there something to Lance Lynn not pitching well in the playoffs? We'll see. Because I told you, I'm taking him as my 110 underdog tonight against the Chicago, against the Houston Astros on Thursday evening. I think you should take a look at that. Once again, take out your BetMGM app and take a look at the other game taking place on Thursday evening. We already talked about the Boston Red Sox, and we're going to talk about them again because the Boston Red Sox are going down to Tampa to take on the 100-win season team, the Tampa Bay Rays, a team who I think is the best team in the American League. What do we have on Thursday evening? Well, you got Rodriguez on the mound. 4-7-4 ERA against Shane McClanahan, 3-4-3 ERA. Let's just talk about McClanahan for a second because McClanahan has faced the Red Sox a bit. Just looking at his numbers since August, he's faced them three times. He's thrown, 50, he's thrown 16 innings. He's only given up five runs on 15 hits. He got roughed up on one outing in August. He gave up five runs. But his last time he faced him, he threw five shutout innings. As for Rodriguez, well, he's faced him twice in the last two months. One game he pitched well. Another, he was knocked out in the third, giving up six. It comes down to this. Who do you think is the better team? I think on the starters, I'm definitely leaning towards Shane McClanahan. Talking about the team, 
I'm 100% leaning towards the Rays. I would be shocked if the Rays didn't take this game. But here's the thing. Not a lot of value on the money line. Looking at it right now, Rodriguez is a Boston Red Sox setting as a plus 135 underdog versus McClanahan minus 160. See, 160 is just not enough for me on the money line. It just isn't. It, to me, it just seems like there's just too much juice there for me to make a suggestion to see it. 130, 135 is kind of my cutoff. Maybe 140 if it's something I really believe in. But honestly, I think this Rays team is so good. I think they're going to win this game by four runs. I really do. So what do I think you should do? I think you should take a look at the Tampa Bay Rays on the run line plus 135. You're getting plus money on that run line, so there is plenty of value to it. I think you should take a look at that. Also, take a look at the over. I really think there's going to be some runs scored in this ball game, mostly by Tampa Bay, but take a look at that over. It might catch your eye. Guys, that is it for the games on Thursday. The American League going first. I kind of think they should go back and forth. I think it should be one American League game, one a National League game in the division series. But, you know, tomato, tomato. Tomorrow is National League's turn. Friday night, baby. We got some Friday night matchups that are just perfection. And let's get right to them. Let's talk about the Atlanta-Milwaukee series. I'm Man, Milwaukee is a team that has scared me all season. But this new Williams news, knowing that he's not going to be out there in the eighth and wondering what they're going to do, how clever they're going to have to be with Hayter in the bullpen. Are they going to have to pull him in in the eighth inning? Are they going to have to have, to have him get four or five, possibly six outs? What is that going to do to the season? What is that going to do to the playoffs for this team? I don't know, but they are playing against a not quite as good Atlanta Braves team. Now, Atlanta has shown flashes this season that they can be great. Trade deadline, they made some amazing moves. I really loved them. I have not been quiet about how much I love the Adam Duvall move. Adam Duvall was an incredible pickup by them. Not to mention Darno getting healthy. Not to mention Max Freed returning to doing Max Freed things. Complete games and under 90 pitches. He had two of them in the last month of the season. I do like the Braves. And it is playoffs. It's playoffs. Playoffs, anything can happen. Things can just be chaotic. Team can get hot. And we've seen... The Braves get hot when they hadn't went on their big 11-game win tear. Can they get hot here? I don't know. I tend to think no. I'm leaning over towards the Milwaukee Brewers, not just in the game, but in this series. But in this game taking place on Friday evening, well, they got Morton on the mound, plus 120 underdog. And normally when you have Morton as a plus 120 underdog, you, you, you take him. You take him and you don't ask any questions. You move on. Here's the problem. He's facing Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is going to be, if not the Cy Young, the first runner-up. It's either going to be him or Max Scherzer. I think it's going to be Max Scherzer. But Corbin Burns has made one hell of an argument for himself to be that answer. But Corbin Burns currently sitting at minus 145. That's that line again. That 140-145 range that I just... Don't trust. I do think this can be a low-scoring game. I think the under is going to come in pretty big. I think you should take a look at that under. But I also think you should take a look at Milwaukee on the run line. I'm expecting a game like I, we saw the other night with the Dodgers versus the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm expecting a 3-1 to one affair in game one taking place on Friday night between Morton versus Burns. I think you should take a look at the Milwaukee run line because that is actually very 
very filled with juice. Hey, look, listen to this. Plus 145 for the run line for them to win by two runs. Yeah, that's got some value. I think you should take that and take it now while you can. And of course, we got to talk about the big one. Los Angeles Dodgers playing arguably the best wild card game of all time. The 106 winning wild card team, currently the lowest seeded team in the National League, going up against number one, the San Francisco Giants. Both teams currently sitting at 107 wins on the season because of that wild card game. What are we looking at? Well, we're looking at something big on Friday night. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers throwing out Walker Buehler. Walker Buehler has had an incredible year. An incredible year. In fact, the Cy Young was his to lose, and he lost it. So there is worry about Buehler, and we will talk about that. But he's currently sitting as a minus-125 favorite, pitching on the road in San Francisco. His splits home road have been pretty much the same all season. Versus Webb, who has been... You can make an argument that Webb has actually been the ace of the San Francisco Giants other than not not Gossman. You really could. Webb has been incredible, plus 105. Again, the team that is at home, the number one ranked team in the National League, 107 wins, is currently not even favored in their first playoff game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think they're right. I think they are right by doing that. I think you should take a look at Walker Bueller, minus 125 on the road in San Francisco. But there is one worry about Walker Bueller. This is the one thing you have to realize and really have to take a look at because when I said that Walker Bueller had an incredible year, he did. Especially the three month stint where he didn't have an ERA above two. Let's take a look at what he threw in June 1.85, July. 1.67, August, 1.56. Those were his ERAs for three straight months. September, 5.4. That's not a that's not a bad month. That's a cataclysmic month after having three straight months, nothing above two. Taking that into October, can he bounce back? Now, he had a couple of good outings at the end of September. Can he bounce back tonight in San Francisco? I'm sorry, not tonight. They're playing tomorrow on Friday night. Can he bounce back tomorrow at Friday night in San Francisco? I think he can. I think he truly can, and I think you should take a look at the Dodgers on the money line. Guys, this Dodger team, I think, is just a team of potential destiny. I think this team is just incredible. I could be eating my words by the end of the weekend, but I don't think I will be. I think your San Francisco Giants have got a problem on their hands. Home field advantage, you want to have 107 wins, and you have a problem in the divisional series. These Dodgers, man, they are no joke at all. But neither are the Giants. I feel like we've all just not paid attention to how great the Giants are. I know the Dodgers got star power, but so do the Giants. They got Bryant, they got Crawford, they got, they got Posey, they got stars over there. Yet we don't talk about them in the same vein that we do the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I truly, I'm actually starting to question my own sanity on why we don't do that. Why don't I do that? I think I'm just as much to blame. Going forward, guys, let's take a look at some futures real quick because this is fascinating. 
because the BetMGM app, you should pull it out right now. Take out your BetMGM app. It does have futures for the series winners, best of fives. And I love that. Not only do we have World Series winners, but we also have our hands on just flat-out divisional series winners. So we just talked about the Dodgers. Let's continue talking about the Dodgers. What do they think is going to happen in the series? Because right now, the Dodgers are favored. Minus 155 over the Giants, plus 130. And guys... I truly, truly think the Dodgers are going to take this. But I don't see a lot of value on the best of five winner. Minus 155, I don't know if I like it. However, there is the option on how many games are in the series when it'll end. Three games plus 280, four games plus 145, five games plus 150. They seem to think it's going to go four games, and I tend to agree with them. You can make the determination whether or not you think that four game plus 145 is worth the value. I think it is. Plus 145, I think you should take a look at that, this series, going four games. Other games we mentioned. Let's go right into the White Sox, taking on the Houston Astros. This is a really evenly matched up series. Now, what do you guys think is going to win this series? Really, ask yourself. That's what it's all going to come down to. Because if you look at the best of five series winner that you can currently get on BetMGM, they are currently favoring the Astros minus 125 to move on to the ALCS. And I am going to disagree with them. I think your plus 105 underdog Chicago White Sox are going to take this series, but I do think it's going to be a hard-fought series. I think this series is going to go five games, and you can currently get that at BetMGM at plus 145. Four-game series, plus 150, and of course, three games at plus 275. You can also check in each one of these games what you think the score the score of the series will be. There's a lot of great options for you. Me, I'm more focused on the series winners and how many games. I really, really, really think that's going to be a five-game series, and I think the White Sox are going to be moving on to the ALCS. Let's talk about the Red Sox versus the Rays. I told you how much I love the Rays. Listen, in my opinion, I think we're going to end up with a Rays-Dodgers World Series, a rematch of 2020, only this time in front of their home fans. That's what I really want to see, and I'm not going to lie to you. It's what I want to see, along with I wouldn't be upset if we got ourselves a Chicago White Sox-Dodgers World Series. But we got the Red Sox currently sitting to win the series best of five against the Rays as plus 145 underdogs. And I think that's fair. Currently, the Rays sitting at minus 175. Not a lot of value there. You can determine how many games it's going to go. But your best your best uh, value is currently saying that it's going to be a Rays three-game sweep at plus 275. Four games plus 140. Five games 150. What do you think I think I'm going to say? What do you think I think? I think the Rays are sweeping the Red Sox, ladies and gentlemen. I think the Rays are going to beat up on them, and I think there is value to that plus 275 ticket that this will be a three-game sweep. Take a look at that. Take a look at those odds. And, of course, keep that uh, BetMGM uh, app open because we have one more series we've got to talk about. Atlanta Braves, Milwaukee Brewers. They seem to think that the Brewers have this well in hand, even with Williams not being available. I think this is going to be a tougher series than they're giving it credit for. They're currently favoring the Brewers at minus 145. I don't like it. I don't like it. This series, I think, is going to be massive dog fight. I think this is going to be the biggest dog fight of the entire DS. Braves and Brewers. I think this is more evenly matched than people are giving it credit for. 
Currently, three-game sweep, plus 275. I don't see a three-game sweep happening. I see a five-game series, plus 145, as opposed to the 150 for four games. And, of course, the Braves, plus 120. Man, I do like the Braves. And, again, it's anyone's ball game. It's October. Anything can happen. I do think there might be some value to this Braves 120 ticket, though. Who's going to win this series? It's all going to come down to pitching. Because here's the thing. The Brewers have better pitching. Because after Burns, they got Woodruff. Then they got Peralta. In a five-game series, that's pretty huge. We're sitting here pretending that the Braves don't have Morton and Freed. They do. I'm going to lean towards the Brewers in this series. But I think this series is going to go at least four games. Most likely, I think it's going to go down to a game five. Which I cannot, cannot wait to see guys we got to talk one more thing before we're done of course this show we only have a total of four series to talk about yet we got plenty of odds to throw your way and one thing we got to talk about again futures ladies and gentlemen it's all about futures here in the major league baseball here on bet mgm mlb podcast powered by betql get out your m your bet mgm app once again because we got one future we need to look at and that is the world series winner who do you think is going to win the World Series? Because some of these odds are very interesting. BetMGM seems to think the Los Angeles Dodgers are going to win the World Series, and I don't think they're entirely wrong. I think it's pretty good uh, chance the Dodgers do. They are currently sitting at plus 240. So who do you think's the second highest odds? Obviously, you would think it's got to be the Tampa Bay Rays, right? Or the San Francisco Giants. You know, Giants are ranked one in their, their league. The Rays ranked one in their league. No. BetMGM seems to think that Houston Astros are at plus 475, and I don't like that ticket at all. Now, I could be eating my words because I think it's just more that I don't want the Astros to win, and I'm letting that affect my thought process, but I just don't see it happening. I don't see this team happening. I do love me some Dusty Baker, and I've made it abundantly clear that Dusty Baker should be one of the number one Comic-Con costumes every year, along with Cito Gaston, which I talked about before, small mustache. Fuck, you imagine that? A great gaggle of former managers just walking into the ha- hallway of uh, Hall H in San Diego. Tiny mustache for the Cito Gaston guy. Big toothpick for the guy dressed as Dusty Baker. Coolest pairing ever. We'll see it. The Rays, the team that I think is going to win the pennant in the AL, they're currently sitting at plus 550. There's some pretty, that's, that's not bad for a team that hit one over 100 wins this season. You might want to take a look at that raise ticket at plus 550. Giants, best record in Major League Baseball, plus 700. White Sox, most dynamic team in baseball, plus 800. Amazingly, the Braves, who have the worst record of every team that is currently in the playoffs. They're currently sitting at plus 800 as well, the same as the White Sox. They have them favored higher than the Red Sox at plus 950, but I think a part of that has to do with them playing against the Rays. And then, of course, the oh, and I'm, I apologize. I was wrong about the Braves. The Braves do have the worst odds. I was saying the Brewers' odds. They're not giving the Brewers much respect here at plus 800. The worst odds are the Braves, plus 1,200. I don't think the Braves are getting out of the DS. I think the Brewers are going to take them. But I do think the Brewers are going to run into some serious trouble in the CS. Who's going to win the World Series? <laughs> I can't wait to find out. I think it's going to be the Dodgers. I do. 
you can determine on your own whether or not you think there's value to that plus 240 ticket, but I don't think there really is. You should stay focused on each individual series, each individual game. But if you do think that the Rays are going to win the World Series, a plus 550 ticket is not bad. If you think the White Sox are going to win a World Series, a plus 800 ticket isn't bad. Where are things going? I do not know, but I cannot wait to find out. And Thursday evening is the first night to find out. I am fired up for this October season of Major League Baseball, and I hope you guys are too. And I want to thank you guys for joining me here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. You can follow me on Twitter, at Decker6, and of course, Instagram, Antihero Baseball. Ryan Horvath will be rejoining me next week at some point, and I want to thank you again. Like, share, and subscribe to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. And of course, download that BetMGM app and get yourself out there and <laughs> enjoy yourself some October baseball, guys. You know I will. I'm going to be well all over Vegas here all weekend long watching some October baseball guys be out there stay safe enjoy some baseball be it